Support for the Things Above podcast, hosted by James Brian Smith, comes from the Apprentice Institute for Christian Spiritual Formation at Friends University, whose mission is to provide spiritually transforming educational experiences for churches and individuals seeking a radiant, joyful, Christ-centered life. Learn more by visiting ApprenticeInstitute.org. I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 98. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call mind discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our minds on good and beautiful and true thoughts, on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. And that's why we do this podcast, to provide for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell upon so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. Today's thought from above is this, create space for grace. In the last four episodes, I spoke about key ideas that are essential. In episode 93, I talked about stopping depreciative thinking, which is setting our minds on things below, not things above. In episode 94, I talked about practicing appreciative thinking, which means living each moment in abandonment to the mystery of God in everything. Then in episode 95, I talked about keeping it simple, saint, And in episode 97, you may remember John Mark Comer was my guest in episode 96, but in 97, I talked about just saying no to good things so you can say yes to the right things. In this episode 98, I want to talk with you about creating space for grace. I see these five episodes, 93, 4, 5, 7, and this one, 98, as being foundational for what this podcast is all about. In fact, I've listened to them myself several times, which is weird. I get it. I know. But I'm confessing that I have a deep longing to practice these ways of being. And I would encourage you to do the same, because repetition is a key to learning. I've come to see how deadly depreciative thinking is. And I've learned to see how life-giving, appreciative thinking is. We must, I believe, also keep it simple. I know that when I have a laser-like focus on something, I have a far greater chance of putting that something into practice. Keep it simple, saint, is a refrain I've been using for the past few weeks myself. And I've also come to believe that Christian spiritual formation involves creating space to interact with God's grace, which is today's message. But in order to do that, I've learned, I also need to learn how to say no to things so that I can say yes to the right things, the things that will shape and form me into the image of Christ. That will mean saying no to good things. But I've learned the hard way that if I do not do this, I will not be able to create space for grace. So let's talk about creating space for grace. Specifically, the need to create space for grace. Because in episode 100, I'm going to be talking about the way to create space for grace. But first, let me define the term grace. 
Grace is God's action in our lives. That's a huge term in Christian formation. So let me just say it again. Grace is God's action in our lives. This is such an important term to get right. Grace means gift. Charis in the Greek means gift in its basic term. And God's gift to us comes in so many forms. Let me offer just a litany of grace. We come into existence by grace. Our bodies are miraculous organisms of grace. We didn't make them. Nor do we do anything to actually keep our hearts beating and our lungs breathing and our eyes seeing. They just do it. It's constant grace. The water we drink and the food we eat are all gifts of grace, which is why we say grace before a meal. God made a marvelous and delicious array of food for us to eat and enjoy and savor that will sustain us and energize us, and it's grace. Even the air we breathe is grace. The sun that shines is grace. The list goes on and on. When it comes to the spiritual dimension of our lives, there's more grace to embrace. God becomes human and lives a perfect life we cannot live, dies a death we cannot die, we can't die for the sins of the world, and rises from the dead, which we can't do, to defeat death so that we who trust in him will also never die. That's amazing grace. And the deepest longing of the human person, which I talked about in episode 93, is the longing for the more than, the longing for the transcendent, which is a longing for God, a filling of the God-shaped hole in our hearts that only God can fill. And guess what? God fills it because God wants to fill it. We're made incomplete. God designed us that way, and we're completed by God. Should I keep going? I can. When you open your Bible and you read a passage and you're given a word of comfort, that is grace. When you listen to a sermon or a podcast and you find inspiration and hope and encouragement, that is grace. I was in a discussion with a famous theologian who pushed back on my view of grace, saying, well, God's grace is only the saving death of Jesus on the cross, the atoning sacrifice. The way you are using it cheapens the word. And I said, I beg to differ. I mean, look, I'm grateful beyond measure for the atoning sacrifice of Jesus. I jump for joy at the thought that my sins, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sins not in part but the whole, he's nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O oh my soul. I am so grateful for that. But to allow the term grace to extend to every single act of favor and power and blessing that God gives it doesn't cheapen it, it magnifies it. It expands what grace means, and it makes possible for us to consume and utilize and experience more grace. I mean, after all, the Apostle Peter counseled us to, quote, grow in grace, 2 Peter 3.18. How can you grow in the atoning sacrifice? How can you grow in unmerited favor? I know that you can grow because of the atoning sacrifice, you can grow because of unmerited favor. I remember Dallas Willard remarking that the Christian life is what you live after you realize there's nothing more you have to do. 
Isn't that fantastic? I'm going to say it again. The Christian life is what you live after you realize there's nothing more for you to do. So like until you can say, Jesus has done it all. Jesus has paid it all. Jesus has defeated all and given us all. And there's nothing I have to do. Until you can say that, you might be in danger of trying to earn what you cannot earn or serve in a way you're not called to serve or love in a manner that's not a continuation of God's love, but a love you try to manufacture. Yes, it is important to trust Jesus when he said, it is finished. He said that on the cross because it is finished. So as Dallas said, there's nothing more for you and for me to do. Now the question is, what is it that God has designed you to do? What passion and need has God placed in your heart? What has God uniquely called you to do and empowered you and inspired you to do? Because if you're going to do that, you're going to need a lot more grace to do it. A lot more of God's action in your life and in mine to fulfill that. I love the question Dallas often asked, who burns more grace, sinners or saints? Most people think the answer is sinners because they just need more forgiveness. They need more grace. But look, the answer is the saints. If you define grace as God's action, then saints utilize far more grace. As Dallas said so well, Saints burn grace like a 747 burns jet fuel on takeoff. What an image. And John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, called the spiritual disciplines, which are prayer, worship, Bible study, etc., the list goes on, he called them means of grace. So the more we practice the disciplines or soul training exercises, as I like to call them, the more grace we burn or utilize. In the next episode, I want to talk about the way to create space for grace. How do we increase the grace in our lives? Until then, create space for grace. Create space for God in your life. Be on the lookout. Create space for grace by living in wonder at the grace that surrounds you and sustains you every day. Because every day is an opportunity to create space for grace. I hope you join me next week for episode 99, which is a Things Above conversation with the amazing Richard Rohr. I am so excited for this conversation as I've been so blessed by Father Rohr's books for many years, and I cannot wait for this conversation. You don't want to miss it. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith, and you can learn more about this podcast at apprenticeinstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, Please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind, your answer will be, things above.